If you're looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle at a competitive price, look no further than Jasper Auto Sales. Jasper Auto Sales is Alabama's most trusted pre-owned dealer, offering trucks, cars, and SUVs for nothing short of fair prices. With a staff as friendly and knowledgeable as the guys at Jasper Auto Sales, it's no surprise that most customers become repeat buyers. Stop by for a test drive today or give Jasper Auto Sales a call at 205-221-7878. That's 205-221-7878. and welcome back to another episode of the Game Managers Podcast where we talk Alabama and Auburn and SEC football every week, except for last week. Uh, we want a little hiatus, but we are back. My name is Nick Norris. I'm a sports writer, and with me, as always, are my great friends, Auburn fan Justin Knight. Hello, everybody. And Alabama fan Aaron Patterson. Hello. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and apologize. I'm not I'm not in the best mood. i got to wake up and drive to Virginia in the morning, and it's, it's going to be a, a mess, but that, that's okay, right? Uh, sure. Because we got real <laughs> jobs outside of this, unfortunately, but maybe one day this uh, will be maybe. our real job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, thank you, thank you. No, I, I have a good job. I like my job a lot. Um. Well, let's talk about, uh, we've got a lot to talk about, guys. We had the SEC Championship, we had the, the final projections, the, the uh, bowl selections, and uh, the Army-Navy game, and the Heisman, all since we last uh, talked on the show. Yeah. Um, it feels like a, a very long time. Yeah, it has. It feels like it's been a month. I know, only only been a, a couple weeks, but uh, we're back. We're better than ever, and it's gonna I don't be about a, that. But you know, we are a, back. It's gonna be a good episode. So uh, let's just so. let's just start out with uh with the Heisman. Um, so Joe Burrow, LSU quarterback, uh, brought them their first Heisman since like 1959, I think is what it was, something like that. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, that's a long time to go that a Heisman. Long, and, uh, yeah, long time. Good for them. Well, hey, just just think of it though. Alabama had never won a Heisman until '09, so that's true. It's very true. And there's a lot of schools that still have never won one. So uh, good for them. Yeah. Uh, he uh, was it the biggest um, point spread between the uh, the first and second place in history. Is that what I read somewhere? I don't know. I haven't seen the point spread up anywhere. I think that's I what I read. Uh, I could be wrong. Can... <laughs> but I'm pretty see sure if I that it was. Find anything. It was yeah, the largest. He finished, he finished with the largest margin of victory in Heisman history. Yeah, he did. So that that is true. Yeah, that's true. Jalen Hurts came in second. Justin Fields in third. Chase Young in fourth. Yeah, that's surprising why, me. I don't even know why Chase Young was there. Yeah, he was there. Him and Justin Fields were, were both there doing the interviews together. So uh, Joe, who came in second? Jalen came in second. Yeah. Surprisingly, okay. I thought I thought it'd be Justin Fields, but uh, yeah. So the points. No, um, I thought it should definitely have been Jalen. Well, I think yeah, it should I have been. Too. I just didn't think it would be. Uh, so the points that separated Burrow and Jalen was one thousand eight hundred forty-six. Huh. 
Yeah, now. here's the, the total point totals. Joe Burrow had 2,608, and then Jalen, 762. So that's quite a big Golly. drop off. Yeah, right it was under him, close. Justin Fields well, was 747. And, I mean, everybody knew he was going to win it. So, I mean, none of this is surprising. No, not at all. But, uh, but congratulations to him. And uh, Yeah. Now, I, here's the thing. I never in my life, especially at the beginning of the season, was I going to be saying Joe Burrow would be winning the Heisman. So yeah, I don't I, think anybody was saying that. <laughs> no. I'd like to know what the odds were for him to win the Heisman, if anybody made bets on that. Because they're probably I mean, coming out with some big pockets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody somebody has made a lot of money, probably. But, oh, uh, yeah. Good for them. Anyways, uh, that's all i got to really say about that. Let's move on to the Army-Navy game today. Uh, Navy blew out Army. Not much of a game. And Army will not be bowl eligible. As a result, wow, yeah, Which, yeah. I think uh, the, a little late for that, uh, anyways. But yeah, I think Navy's quarterback ran for like three hundred and six yards. Uh, he yes, see Anderson. He ran for uh, well, it says right here he rushed for fifty six yards. The quarterback. For oh, Navy? I'm sorry, I was looking at armies. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he ran for like three hundred and six yards. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> what? And hey, he was he did was Navy one only pass the ball one time today. They did, and he was one of one for a touchdown. So <laughs> what? Really? I didn't get to watch this game. He they passed the ball. The entire team passed the ball one time today. That's yeah, it. and and Army passed the ball. I think one time as well. they passed the ball six so times. Six. Yeah, you're telling six. me they were losing by like thirty, and they only passed the ball once. No, Army only no. passed it. Six times, then they were losing. Yeah, or six times. Yeah, Navy, Navy passed it. Yeah, Why? only passed it once. Navy's really good. Yeah, they uh they were t- ranked twenty third before this. Now sitting ten, at 10 and, and two. two, they'll probably yeah. uh, probably move up quite a bit. Yeah, and depends on what bowl they playing in. Um, let me see here. I got the list I right here. I think it's is it like the Alamo Bowl? I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head. I'll, I'm gonna look for it. Let me see. Yeah. I will stall in the meantime. Okay, they're playing in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl against Kansas State. Okay. I think Good they should them. win that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought that was quite interesting. That uh. <laughs> yeah, so one, I'd say he was one pass. I'd say pretty good ratings though. One for one and a touchdown. So. Yeah. And it was just one yard. <laughs> so it's one of one, one yard, one touchdown. <laughs> Yeah, one 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 one. All right here, ninety nine, ninety nine QBR. <laughs> Incredible, and That's it doesn't awesome. hurt to run for three hundred six yards as well. So, yeah, it's crazy. Well, cool, awesome. Well, um, that's all I got to say about that one too. Congratulations to Navy. We're just going to yeah. jump through a bunch of these topics. But uh, speaking of jumping through topics, how about we jump into Twitter news with our very own Aaron Patterson? Playoffs? Let's talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. It really doesn't matter what you think. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. Alright, well, I'm slacking on Twitter news a little bit. I was trying to... I, I did not save the one tweet that I... I wanted to read, so I'm going to go off the top of my head, but it was a screenshot of uh, two 
LSU guys talking this summer over text, and they're talking about Joe Burrow and how one of them said something about, I like Joe Burrow, but I wouldn't even want him on my backyard football team quarterback. <laughs> and they just roasted him. And yeah. Freezing Cold Takes on Twitter, I believe is who it was, uh, retweeted that. Uh, so it's just crazy how fast that turnaround was. Oh, about yeah. LSU just, you know, he's just another, just a regular quarterback, and now they adore just, him. Just look what a good OC can do. Can just completely change an offense and quarterback. And I think we've heard that so many times. It feels like every year, oh, it's, we're going to see a new offense at LSU. We're going to see a new offense. And, you know, I, I didn't think we ever really would. But, uh, it finally happened. Sure did, yeah. Uh, I mean, and I, I would say they have the second best wideouts in the country. I mean, it's hard to say they're better than Alabama, but with the guy, Justin Jefferson yeah. and Amari Chase, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, those guys are awesome. Yeah, they're very good. What, um, what are, are they? Are they juniors? I am you know, not I, sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'd have to look it up. Why don't you look that up, Justin, while uh, Aaron goes into yeah, the next I'll, tweet? I'll take a look. Uh, this tweet says, Joe Burrow said that during his recruitment, he went out to dinner with Ed or- Orgeron. Uh, when they got to the restaurant, Orgeron found out that they didn't serve crawfish. So Orgeron had the restaurant manager go out and get 15 pounds of crawfish and cook it for them anyway. That's <laughs> peak O. I'm not sure if that's true, obviously, but if it is, that is hilarious. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest if it is true, and that's absolutely hilarious. (laughs) So Jamar Chase is a sophomore, and then Justin Jefferson's a junior. So Jefferson will be going first round if he decides to go to the draft, I think. Yeah, well, we got some other guys uh, at Alabama that may or may may not be going to the draft. Uh, Well, we know I, I think Judy's going. He's, I think he's a lot. Yeah, I think so too. But a lot of a lot of speculation has been about Devontae Smith. Some reports saying that he is leaning toward uh, coming back. I'll have to see. It so that later. fits like right in with my like last three tweets, and pretty much they're all the same thing. So I'm not going to read them individually. They're just asking. They're just different accounts reporting that different players are planning on staying. Uh, like the biggest one in my opinion was bleacher report so i have no clue if it's actually legit but it says chase young says he's not thinking about the nfl draft and the plan is to return for senior season how dumb would that be that's what i think cuz he's going to be a top 5 pick at least yeah, yeah he's he might be, be a number five. 1 overall he might and it, yeah. pro- it could be it, i mean it's either going to be him or burrow i think yeah yeah i mean I don't know how you don't think about it. I mean, if you want to come back, that's awesome. But you just don't think about it. That seems you don't a turn down too good to be true. You don't true. turn down that money just to go back million to dollars or whatever it is. Yeah, and risk an injury. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Listen, or just me or, or just a little son. bit of a down year. If it was yeah, me or my son. I mean, it's hard to go and break the record again. You know, yeah. for sacks was, and stuff. Even if I was the biggest Ohio State fan in the world it'd be very difficult to uh, turn down that money but yeah. you know good on him whatever he wants to do uh, hope he does it well yeah yeah that was the biggest one I saw but like the rest are just reports saying that Devontae Smith is coming back and that um, 
a bunch of them think that Tua's coming back and a couple other Alabama players because that's who I mainly follow. But just there's a lot of players that uh, seem to be like they're coming back. The only thing I can think of is if they get the uh, – um, they get it taken care of like where they can get paid for their likeness or whatever that rule is. That's the only thing I can think of. But even then, I highly doubt that's anyone not, is going to make – yeah. a first round signing bonus so no yeah they will not so just like to turn down that money doesn't make any sense yep I don't understand it but neither do Whatever. I but uh good on them once in a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity and the risk of them coming back to college yeah um, and you know even if they you know if they're hungry and they're like well we want a national championship it's like yeah but y- you got one like they you all got one as freshmen, so yeah. What is another Especially one if worth? Ohio State wins it this year, then what is Chase Young thinking? Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, what's he trying to prove? Know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Cool. There's, there was quite a bit of uh, Alabama players that are believed to come back. Yeah. Um, well. If they do, whew, that will be nice. It'll be a, I a think promising twenty twenty. I think it will still be, even if you have some of those wide receivers come back and, and Tua decides not to, I think you all still be in a great position. Just oh, with yeah. all the talent you'll have around Mac Jones. Especially, if, I don't think um, Najee Harris is going to stay. But um, y'all have, I know y'all have running backs coming up that are going to be really talented. So I think yeah. the defense is going to be experienced. Even with Mac Jones behind center with those wide receivers, I think it'll just be another top five team. Yeah, I'm just more concerned with the defense more than anything. They'll just getting some of those linebackers back and Yeah. All those freshmen playing this year is great for them, so it'll all work out. Well is that all for Twitter news, Aaron? Yep. That's all I got for nice. now. Thank you very much for another good Thank uh, you. segment. I know mm-hmm. we uh put you on the fly there because you uh you were driving back, didn't have much time to look them over, but uh, you pulled through for us, so thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this SEC championship a little bit. So Georgia got well, demolished. Yeah, I mean, not much to say, except Georgia <laughs> is the Georgia team we all knew. They can't score. And then <laughs> even though the defense is great, it's hard to stop LSU's offense. So mm-hmm. when you have a terrible offense, you're not going to win. That's just how the game is nowadays. It's not as much about as your defense, but just how many points can you put on the board? So, man, what I really know. took away from was was a like just how good Jake Fromm is, and just oh, how yeah. thankful that Justin Fields transferred. I mean, Kirby's got to be patting himself on the back for that. Like, Go dogs, am I right? Yeah. Well, let me just uh, let me just look, read over his stats. <laughs> I'm sure I know everyone's heard him a million times by now, but in the 37 to 10 loss, Jake Fromm was 20 for 42 for for 225 yards a touchdown and two interceptions Aaron if you can find that uh, have yourself a half tweet that would be uh, (laughs) I'd greatly appreciate that see if you can look that up real quick I believe it's in our I believe it's in our uh, I sent it to you I believe so look through that let's Uh, just say also those passing yards were trash yards toward the end as well so oh yeah he probably didn't have yeah also, they could not uh, rush the run the ball to save their lives. No, here's the thing. I think LSU's defense is coming into their kind of rhythm just at the right time. They're finally getting a good groove, and I think it's 
they're finally come together as a full team. So that's why I feel like they'll win it all, and they have the most. I mean, I know Ohio State defense has been the best out of the top four, but I think with how LSU's defense has been playing, it I don't think anybody's going to be able to beat them. Yeah, um, and leading the defense in this game was uh, Stingley Jr. He had both the interceptions. Uh, Can we just say from twice? How how in the world did he not win SEC Freshman of the Year? Yeah, I don't know why you give that to Bo Nix over him, but um, who, good on I'm, I'm guess. sorry, I, I zoned out. Who Derek do you think St- should have won it? Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU, uh, cornerback. Oh, okay. He led the. He was like tied for the nation in interceptions, and he doesn't win <laughs> SEC Freshman of the Year. And Bo Nix's best win, he was 50% completion. Yeah, so please explain. Oh, oh, and do I have a stat for y'all? Okay. Y'all are going to love this. <laughs> so I just saw this on Instagram, and it says, according to Sportsline, Bo Nix has the fourth best odds to win Heisman next year. <laughs> okay. Well. Guess, who, guess who's third? Who is that? Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, that is funny. Yeah, both so of those are, it, are rich. <laughs> and then they have Trevor Lawrence at second, Justin Fields at first. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could see Justin Fields or Trevor yeah. Lawrence, really. If, and yeah, he, but, he seems uh, to Nick, game. but Bo Nix and Mac Jones, three yeah, and four. Laughable. What the heck? That is atrocious. They just don't know who else to put up there, I guess. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, just wanted to throw that. I out. think they just got the most upside of just like Joe Burrow did. Like if they get put on a team and the other ones kind of fall behind, they could make it look like. I mean, I don't. I don't think they will be, but. Bo Dix is think, not winning the Heisman. Ever. I think that was their. Uh, I think that was their thought process. Bo yeah. Nix will be a a good quarterback, but he's not going to win Heisman. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. I think he will be good as he gets experience, but I think it's going to be like a. AJ McCarron good, not like a yeah, Joe Burrow. He's not gonna good. be a yeah, he's not gonna be a game changer. He's just gonna be the guy that's leads the team and he doesn't make mistakes after a few years. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Mac Jones. Mac Jones isn't a guy you're gonna say, Oh, he's gonna win the Heisman. No, not at all. So I <laughs> just thought but, that was funny. I mean, a year ago we would have said the same thing about Joe Burrow, so you know, who knows? I, but I'm gonna I guess. Yeah. If if I had to put money on it, I would say neither of those guys. Yeah, I would say a heck no. Well, I bet uh, my life savings on it. I want to talk about um, what this game led to, and all of the championship games led to was the final college football rankings before the uh, playoff games. The final. <laughs> and I mostly just want to talk about why Georgia is still number five. Uh, no, can we talk about why Georgia is still number five? Wisconsin is still number the eight. Same. Barely anybody fell. Wisconsin yeah. like, loses. Eh, these are our four. Screw the rest yeah. of them. How about Wisconsin loses three games, and they get blown out in all three of them, and but they still they're still going to the Rose Bowl. Still Please explain. Yep. How the heck does that happen? Mm. Or how does Virginia get to go to the Orange Bowl? What kind of baloney is that? <laughs> just lazy. It, it is, is lazy. lazy. That's exactly right. They just didn't want to go through it all. So Auburn finished at 12, Alabama 13, uh, which I think both of those are baloney. They should both be higher than that. Oh, they should. Um, yeah. 100%. I don't I don't know that you even keep Georgia. I mean, you keep them at the bottom of the top ten, in my opinion. 
not at five right outside of the playoff picture. I mean, that's disgusting. Yeah, after they just, got embarrassed in the SEC championship yeah. game. Yeah. And then the fact that what, what was basically a home game. Yeah. 75% oh, yeah. Georgia fans, yeah. They play, they play there all the time. Yeah. They don't win there much. <laughs> they play there. Win there. <laughs> well, the one time they did, we know who they beat. So. Oh, yeah, before I forget it, I've been looking for this uh, tweet, but I cannot find it. I had a lot of good tweets if I would have remembered to save them all, but I can't find the one about Jake Fromm having a great half. But uh, I did see the one where it listed um, Mark Rick versus Kirby and their first oh, four please, years yeah. or whatever. Please read that. I don't have it right in front of me. I've been trying to find both of those, but I think uh, Mark Rick had like two more wins so far. I just oh, how I, funny here. is that? I found I love the, it. I've I got found the, the have uh, yourself a half. Okay, you got it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Here's <laughs> Jake Fromm. Have yourself a half. Ten of twenty passing, one hundred seventeen yards, <laughs> negative nine rushing yards. Zero yeah, yeah, that was a big one. One interception, losing seventeen to three. Someone control this guy. <laughs> it's awful. Uh, I've got the Mark Rick tweet right here. Uh, Mark Rick first fifty-five games at UGA, forty-five and ten, and one SEC championship. Kirby Smart first fifty-five games at UGA, forty-three and twelve, and one SEC championship. So they've so, uh, Rick, yeah. You're right, Aaron. Rick has won two more at this point than yeah. Smart. Yeah, I love it. Of course, Smart oh, has has it. a national championship appearance, but he doesn't have a win though, does he? I look. I, I like. Yeah. Um, nah, I like. Uh, Kirby and those too. early those early Rick teams. If there was a playoff picture, then they would have had a very good oh, chance yeah, of getting absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I like Kirby too, but I just I really like Mark Rick and the way everybody talked about Kirby just being their savior. The fact that he's doing even worse is it's really funny. Yeah, I, I quite enjoy yeah, I it. I don't think Kirby Smart's going to win a national championship at Georgia. I mean, I thought he would, but <laughs> it's not looking. I don't good. think he. Yeah, I don't think he is at this point. Yeah, it's it's not looking too great. Not with. If, it's look- not the way not the way his offenses have been looking like these past those the seasons he's been there and with how college football is changing with how great these offenses are now he's not going to be I mean he won't have a chance what's worse the uh the uh South Carolina loss the LSU loss or Kirby's haircut oh the that's haircut, haircut. 100% yeah. <laughs> That has to be haircut. the ugliest looking dude. <laughs> and he doesn't have to look him, that way. Like with a good haircut, I think he'd be a, a pretty a, a good looking guy. Him right and Gus so are just, yeah. they're hard to look at. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's just, I, I know I've talked about it with Gus a, a lot, I think, on here, but like, it's yeah. just, it'd be so hard to play for a guy like that. I can't imagine one of them yelling at me and trying to get, yeah. or ever trying to get me motivated. It would just be so hard to laugh. I mean, so hard not to laugh, like, just yeah. right in their face. Just two goofy-looking dudes. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Well, uh, anyways, let's uh, Back to these about... uh, rankings. How about Utah still 11th? Uh, yep. How about Oregon jumping from 14 to 6? <laughs> Explain yeah, that one. How, how about Utah getting absolutely exposed two weeks in a row, just like I uh, like I called? I love it. 
Yeah, I mean, nobody's surprised because Utah hadn't played anybody. Yeah, well, they still have it, and for some reason, they're number 11. They're 11. They're above Auburn and Alabama. They have not won a ranked game, I don't think. And Auburn has lost to the number one team, the number five team, and the number 18, if I'm correct. Yeah, and then beat Alabama. Yeah, so, so, yeah, that makes sense to have Utah above them. I think that. Yeah, no, no. They're lazy. Yeah, we all know. And see, what scares me is when the eight-team playoff comes into play, how are they going to do the – are these what the rankings going to be like? Or are they actually going to put time and effort See, I, I, yeah, exactly. If this was an eight-team playoff, there's no way this ranking – they would rank this the same way. So you're telling me you're, you're going to put Georgia back in it, put Oregon, Baylor, Wisconsin? There's no way that'll be the eight. There's no way. Yeah. They would do it completely different. They just I would they had so. to have just been so lazy about this. It feels really lazy. And that's the first thing cuz we were all together watching these when they came out. Oh yeah. And we were, that's the pissed. first thing any of us said. It's like this is lazy. Yeah, it's like just because... I mean, it's just it's not even can't even call it bad at that point cuz there's no way they legitimately think this is how it should be. Cuz it's not like, fair it's, to it's, it's laughable. Auburn and Alabama team who could have had a chance in New Year New Year's Six Bowl, but then they get left out because they don't want to change the rankings. Instead, they want to put Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. How about some of these uh, bowl matchups, though? I think Auburn Minnesota would be pretty good. Yeah. And I'm surprised <laughs> Derek Brown. There's came not up. many I just really want to see, though. Yeah, Derek Brown's actually going to be playing, which I'm surprised. But I think that just speaks to his character. He's always been a team first guy, and we're definitely going to miss him. Well, let's talk about these uh, some of these games. So, um, Ohio State and Clemson will be playing in the Fiesta Bowl. That's that's one I'm very interested in. We know what happened last time. And uh, who's? Yeah, I think that's a. I think it's a little different. The Clemson won thirty-one time. to nothing. It's the PlayStation yeah. Fiesta Bowl now. Is that correct? Yes. We were talking about it the other day, how much we liked it when it was the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. This is for all the Tostitos. <laughs> Auburn and Oregon played, <laughs> in a, and it came down to the field goal for Auburn at the end, and whoever it was, can't remember the announcer. Brent Musburger. <laughs> he said, and this one's for all the Tostitos. And for some reason, that meaningless line has stuck <laughs> with me my entire life. I'm going to have it on my tombstone one day. It, I, every decision I make, I think back to that line when I need to think of a line, that, or some kind of advice that actually matters. And instead, that comes to me. So, uh, well, did did they win? Did they get the field goal? Yeah, on a, yeah, it was Auburn won. So they yeah. got all the Tostitos. They got all of them. Yeah, the whole bag. So, nice. Yeah, good on them. Um, LSU <laughs> and Oklahoma will be in the Peach Bowl for the playoffs in Atlanta. Yep. I don't then, expect that to be. I think LSU will win by double digits. I think Oklahoma will play it tough in the first half, and then LSU is just going to run away with it. Yeah. Well, the uh, the following, so. the other of the New Year's Six is um, Baylor and Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, like we said. Ew. Wisconsin and Oregon in the Rose Bowl. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Virginia and Florida in the Orange Bowl. Blech. And Penn State and <laughs> Memphis in the Cotton Bowl. Out of all of them, God. I think that's the one that's... I'd, Outside of the playoffs, that's the they, one I'm really interested to see if 
Memphis can compete. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm interested in it. Too. And see, um, I think what was they were in like, the third best conference this year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, twelve and one. Memphis. They won. They won the third best conference this year. Um, and then so I want to see how good that conference really is. I say Penn State by twenty one. Hmm. In the twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. Okay, and then of course we have Minnesota and Auburn in the Outback Bowl. Michigan for Citrus Bowl. Back to the Outback Bowl, baby. <laughs> uh, y'all are playing. Y'all are playing for the uh, Bloomin' Onion, and yeah. uh, Minnesota, I believe, is playing for the Coconut Shrimp. This that one's correct. for all the Bloomin' Onions. Yep. <laughs> and um, I think Auburn would come out with since uh, we got some of the guys playing and not sitting out. I think they'll come out ready to play. And I think Auburn will win by uh, six. Hey, if Auburn wins this game, that's that's a ten win season and an Iron Bowl win. That's a, I mean that's a pretty good year. Hang your hat on. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, when you look... like the second bowl win ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, actually third. Don't forget about our oh. Birmingham Bowl. Birmingham oh, bowl. yeah, of course. Got to count the Birmingham Bowl. Yep. Yeah, can't can't sleep yeah. on the Birmingham Bowl. Um, but yeah, see, I wouldn't have said anything I guess... about that. <laughs> I guess when you look back on the season and you look at the teams you lost to, and the what the problem that the thing that frustrates me is the way we lost. You're those ready games. to give Gus a extension? No, because of the way we <laughs> lost those games. If we actually had a well coached team, I think we could come out on top in those games because we lose to Georgia because our offense doesn't get going until the fourth quarter. LSU, we were in it the whole game, but the offense couldn't do anything. And Florida, once again, our offense couldn't do anything. So just imagine if we had a good offense, where this team would be. Yeah, like that one game that you actually had a good offense. Uh, yeah, that, not that even Alabama game. Yeah, no, that not one, even against Alabama. Forty-eight. We had two pick sixes. I still can't believe that. How do y'all score forty-eight on us? Because That's how had, bad our defense was. Because we had two pick. Mac sixes. Jones scored forty-five on you, or whatever it was. I have no clue what the score was. I don't remember. The, our offense was okay against Alabama. The only reason is because of the two pick sixes. That helped. Yeah, that helps. So uh, the, go defense. Speaking of the Birmingham game. Bowl, Boston College six and six versus Cincinnati ten and three. Guys, are we okay. going to that one? <laughs> yeah, no, love no. how they're. <laughs> so, how did Cincinnati get thrown into the Birmingham Bowl at ten and three? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Please both their losses that. were to the Memphis, or two of their losses were to Memphis. I think their other loss was a good loss too. It was like to SMU or Temple. Yeah, it would have been to SMU. No, actually, Temple no. It was U- it was to UCF. Ohio State. Oh. <laughs> so they okay. lost to Ohio State and then Memphis twice, and they're going to the Birmingham Bowl. Please explain. Yeah, to play a six and six Boston College. <laughs> How does that make these any bowl sense? games make no sense? But yeah. Florida is going to go and play uh, what? What was a nine and Virginia's three record? Nine and three, eight okay, and fourteen. That's better than I thought. That's better hey, than I thought, to be honest. Heck, I don't even know if that's it. Let me see. A couple bowls it's that a, I'm interested in. It's a joke. Is uh, the Alamo Bowl with Texas Utah? That's one that's Utah has a much better record, but I feel like that'd be a pretty good matchup. Yeah, another oh, one. Oh man, Why I hope Texas wipes the floor with Utah. They probably will. I just I can't. I, it's funny to see Texas lose, especially after the you know their back memes. Yeah. But I've just I've become a Utah hater just because how much everybody hyped them up. Yeah. 
Like, and usually people want these teams to win because then, you know, like to see a different face in a playoff, like that would have been awesome. But everybody's talked so much about Utah. I would I take pleasure in watching them get destroyed. Well, my other one is in the Texas Bowl. It's Texas A&M and Oklahoma State. I'm kind of interested in that one. Yeah, Oklahoma State's winning that one. UAB will be playing in the New Orleans Bowl against Appalachian State. 12 and 1 Appalachian State. It's going to be uh, yeah, go ahead. ugly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and pray for UAB cuz they're going to get walloped in yeah, that game. Yeah, they got walloped in their championship game. Yeah, yeah. yeah they scored what well, they scored 3 points in that game. Yeah, we don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I want But they talk- still got the home the home winning record or what they're uh Yeah. Right? Still undefeated at all. They do have it. Okay, sweet. Yeah, good for them. I want to go through this list, though, of some of these bowl games and their sponsors <laughs> and uh, talk about uh, some of these games because this year we have the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. And uh, that's not interesting. I don't know what is. <laughs> uh, but we, there's, a, there's a few like weird ones that I'm going to go through here and, and uh, look at some of them. So we're getting uh, the Lending Tree Bowl. Can either of you tell me what the Lending Tree Bowl is? This is or what Lending Tree is. I'm sorry. This is in Mobile, it's not Alabama. Lending Tree. Lending it's not Tree. Like, uh, insurance agency. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. I don't um, think it's an insurance agency. I think it's like a, a, a like a bank. Like they do. Is they it lend. really? Lending what Tree. What day is that bowl? What day is it? I be- I believe that's what it is. Lending tree, so they lend. Yeah, that one's on January sixth. That's uh, Louisiana versus Miami, Ohio. Why the heck are they playing January sixth? <laughs> I don't know. The national championship though this year is like in a weird. It's the thirteenth. Like, yeah, yeah, it's later than usual, isn't it? Yeah, it's usually around like the a 7th. week later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like the thirteenth this year. Yeah. Um, All right, lending lending tree is personal loans, home loans, refinance your mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are they really getting that much out of, out of sponsoring the mo a, a bowl in Mobile, Alabama? Like, I have no idea. Is that it good? Used to be. I'm very curious to see uh, to know the uh, cost behind sponsoring well, see, one of these bowl games. That bowl in Mobile used to be the GMAC bowl. Now I don't know when they changed it, but I just remember because my dad used to work for GMAC because he'd be able to go to those games for free. Since but I, I feel like somebody like Lending Tree would get more out of it and get their name out there a little more than like the Outback Bowl. Well, I don't feel like they're going to be well, selling yeah. enough blooming onions because of the Outback Bowl to cover that cost of the sponsorship. So no. here's one that I don't think is going to be worth the money: the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was Honest, a poor investment honestly, on their part. These bowl games are just a joke. <laughs> yeah. Does Chick Fil A have a bowl game? Yeah, the they Peach do, Bowl. They? Yeah, the Peach oh, Bowl. Yeah, there you go. I knew that. You knew it. You knew that. Yeah, I was just fine. testing you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here are some. This is by OnlineGambling.com. This website and it's rejected college bowls. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if these are legit. This may just be a guy coming up with junk. Who knows? But these Maybe. are the tw- 2019 to 2020 rejected college bowls. 
the Ben and Jerry's Fish Food Bowl. Fish, it's fish food? It's fish. It's P-H. Oh, okay. Uh, the Danny Trejo Taco Truck Bowl. Okay, I don't, I don't get it. What am I What am I missing there? The fit, What is a fish? What is... I don't know. I don't what get is, it either. The Tim Hortons Eh Bowl. So it's just like <laughs> Eh. <laughs> okay, that is definitely not real. The, Nobody would do that. The Bankster Bowl. Bankster? The, the Booty Litter Laser Cats Bowl. Yeah, this okay, this is real. Okay, these are not Well, they were real. rejected, apparently. Yeah, still, well. It's not real. Probably not. Um, I'll tell you what I want to get into, though, is this uh, rumor of the 18 playoff. Ugh. Yeah, how they're already starting it. Yeah. I mean, but, I still don't think – I still think eight teams is too much. I still think six teams is the right number. But you like this, eight teams, this year, Huh? You like eight teams, though. No. Definitely you, I remember you talking about it, though. You are like, I wouldn't mind eight teams, but six teams. I would not mind eight teams if it was not leaving somebody out. Yeah. Like, I would rather somebody get the chance than somebody not get a chance, like, of course, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I said my ideal would be sliding. So, like, this year they'd come out and say, hey, these are the four best teams. They're the ones who deserve to be in the playoff, and no one else really does. So there's no point in having another playoff game. Whereas if it was, like, the 2014 season – when you had TCU and Baylor, Ugh. or the year uh, you had um, Penn State, Penn State, yeah, and I can't remember who else. But anyways, I, I wish they would it would slide. But anyways, yeah. yeah. What I was saying was like this year is not very. Um, it does not make that argument look good for an eighteen playoff. No, it makes it look because, very bad. Because when you think about the eight teams, you have a Georgia team that can't score. You have an Oregon team, which you don't know you what you're gonna get. You have Wisconsin, who sucks, and Florida. I uh, well, they would do the. I still th- they would do the f- the five conference champions. Yeah. So, and which two wild three cards. four four of them already in. We should give some yeah. background on this real quick. So and wh- then they would do See, Oregon, the, and then they would have two wild cards. Two, two wild cards, and then Memphis. Okay, and then Memphis. Let's give some background though. So what we're talking about is the NCAA is supposedly considering an 18 playoff, and there are being live discussions about it being held. Um, and their plan would be five automatic bids from the Power Five conferences, presumably conference champions. One automatic bid to the best non-Power Five team, and then two wild cards. And, uh, so the so the wild cards who would the wild so cards be though? It's just so your the wild two cards best this year. If you want to put in, I think Florida would be Florida in. would be one, and then it probably would have been Georgia. Surely they wouldn't put Georgia back in there. They might, because who else would they put in there? Because Georgia got obliterated. Baylor lost twice to the same well, you know, person. Yeah, that's right. Wisconsin they, they, lost twice to the same person. They would put. They, I think they would put Baylor in there. Baylor lost twice to the same person, though. Yeah, but they were both close games to the number four team. Yeah, but they were... I feel like that's an automatic. Like, there's no point in putting them in there. I don't know, but see, who else would you put in there, though? Utah? (laughs) Penn State, maybe, just because they played Ohio State really well. I don't know, but they had three losses. And then they lost to a... Huh? They had three losses, though, didn't they? 
No, lost they got two. So Minnesota, they, Ohio State. They they lost a really close Minnesota game and a really co- close Ohio State game. I thought they lost somebody else. So it would probably be Florida and Penn State if I had to guess. Yeah, I, I don't think know if that's probably what it'd be, if not Georgia. I don't know if they'd put – yeah, I'd say I don't know if they'd put Penn State in there. I mean, they left Georgia at no, five. I think so. they would over Georgia because they Penn had State? much better outings. Georgia Penn's, got obliterated well, where Penn know, State yeah. lost two, two close games. And Georgia had that really bad loss to South Carolina where – Penn State's loss was both to top ten teams, or at the time top ten. Yeah. And Penn State finished at tenth, so yeah, it'd be between them and Baylor. Yeah, but see, that just shows you how lazy this. I personally think it would be Florida and Penn State, and then they're ranked nine and ten. So how lazy, yeah, they were ranking these. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Well, see, I think the non-power five. I don't. I don't know. It just depends on. The problem with that is it just depends on what kind of non-Power 5 team you're going to get that year. Because what if the best non-Power 5 team goes like 8-4? and four? You're going to put them in the playoff? Well, that's very rare, though. I know it's rare, but I'm just saying it's always a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my only Well, I mean, you'd put that. Northwestern in, so it's basically the same thing. Yeah, I mean, if they won their conference, put them in there. <laughs> Okay, everybody calm down. I hate everything I about we were, this so much. I don't yeah. want this to happen. I mean, it's like, Leave it at four. It's like the, Let's call it But see, here's, here's the thing. You have the NFL where you had the Giants team that went 8-8 eight and eight and won the Super Bowl. I yeah, mean, well. I don't, I don't see a problem with it because they make it a okay. standard to where if you win your division, you get rewarded for it. So if you win your conference, mm. you should be rewarded mm. for it. And look at this year. Okay. Look at all the conference winners. LSU. I think State, that Clemson, works. in Oklahoma, Oregon. I think that works in a teams. scenario like the NFL where you've got two conferences and four divisions. But in a, in a world like college football where you've got ten plus you got conferences, it doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's too confusing. I don't think it's You right. also have to think that in the National Football League, the level of talent is so close on either well, side of, of the course. football. But where in college I, it could be drastically different. Yeah, when you look at the three at the three conferences that are one, two, and three, they're all right there with each other. So I mean, I I wouldn't be opposed to it because you look at basketball. If you win your conference, you get an automatic bid to the tournament, and it's always fun <laughs> to see these teams play in the tournament. You always have the underdogs that make the upsets, make a run. It's fun. So I think if you win your conference, you should be rewarded for it. Unless you're Northwestern, you have four losses. Yeah, I mean, if you're Northwestern, you beat Ohio State. I mean, one time you went on one game. You're doing something right. Well, yeah, for one game. Let's let's move on to Justin Knight's famous segment. Knight needs to know. Knight needs to know. Probably with some of the stuff you've done before, I probably wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised if I put ashes in cookies and fed them to you? Yeah, because it was Sunday for the SEC again. That, that might make sense then. I guess just how back to doing something. Yeah, I, I would like to know how it makes sense. Now this is looking like a bad idea. All right. I need to know score predictions. For the playoff games. Okay, so both <laughs> both of them. Yeah, what you got so far? Well, um, the over under, I believe, 
Let me see if I can pull it up really Clems quick. Clemson's a two-point favorite in LSU's. I was surprised like, by that. I LSU's was surprised like that Clemson was a favorite. Point. Yeah, I think they're just going by experience. The Clemson, they've won, what, 28 straight now? Yeah. Defending national champions. Nobody else has given them anything for experience. They're like third. <laughs> They're the undefeated defending national champions. Yeah. So. Yeah. What LSU was LSU's a thirteen like a point, point favorite. Clemson yeah, was 12, two. 13. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say LSU wins. It's gonna be pretty high scoring, isn't it? I'm gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. LSU wins forty nine to wow forty two. These would be closer than what people think. Wow, okay. I'd like 42. Oklahoma to win it just because I'd like to see Jalen go to the national championship. Um, Would be I don't, cool. Don't think that'll happen though. And then for the Clemson Ohio State game, I'm gonna say twenty eight twenty four Ohio State. Mm, Let okay. me write these down. I already forgot what I said for the first one. Does anybody remember? 49-42. 49-42? Yeah. And then what Man, else? Just say for the is... other one. 28-24. Awesome. All right. Aaron, would you like to give us some? Shoot, I don't have a clue. Like, these two games, like, are so hard to – I mean, I'll go – I guess I'll go with LSU winning. And... um think Oklahoma will score 20. I like that. Or 20. Yeah, let's go 20. And then LSU will score 34. 34 20. Right. Okay. Solid. And for the other? Um, I don't know. I feel wrong picking against Clemson. Yeah, Just because they've been there, they've done that, but they also haven't played anybody. And I mentioned this, like, Ohio State always, they always screw up. Chuck. Always. Yeah. Until they get, if like, unless they make it this far. And when they make it this far, then they dominate. That's not true, though. Look at the last time they made it this far. But they had screwed up earlier this season already. Yeah, but, you know, they're due. Yeah, I don't know. Um... They're just so talented. They are. Both teams, I think both teams are equal just because of how good both of their defenses are and how good both their offenses are. So it's going to be a yeah, really I think, game. Okay. Okay, I'll give it to Ohio State, and then I think they're going to win by six. Okay. But how high scoring do I think it's going to be? Um, I'm going to say 36-30. Okay. Wow. Nice. Justin, you well, got some scores? I do. I was thinking LSU would win 38-24. Okay. And then I was thinking Clemson would win 24-21. Nice. You're saying LSU's going to take care of business pretty handedly. Also, Aaron, you think so as well. You both got them. Aaron's got a 14-point difference, and I think you'd do too. Yeah, I think it will be a lot closer game for most of the – Yeah, and I think that LSU's going to score, and they're going to have a touch – they're going to be up by a touchdown, and 
Oklahoma just won't be able to get it done against LSU's defense. Because yeah. the way they held Georgia, which, granted, Jay Fromm sucks. It is but, Georgia. Yeah, but the run game, they did a great job. Yeah, they did a great job on that. And, like, so I think they won't, like, yeah, they'll just hold them and then Joe Burrow will get the ball back a little late and they'll have just enough time where they have to run the offense so they don't give the ball back and they'll score and they'll make it a 14-point game. Well, what we'll do and, is uh, I'll hold on to these scores, but as we get closer to the game, the week – the episode before the playoff games we'll come back to these we'll see how our opinions have changed and if we want to stick with our scores or change them that's what we'll do because yeah. i feel I, I want to take some time to really think about it before that game too because this was on the spot completely but uh yeah good question start us out what you got next for us justin all right how do y'all think lane kiffin will do at old miss Completely forgot to mention this. Lane Kiffin back in the SEC. Yeah, there uh, you go. As head coach of Ole Miss. Thank you, Justin, for bringing that up. You're welcome. I've had so much happen the last couple of weeks. A huge coaching carousel. But um, I think he'll do just as fine as he did at Tennessee. Not necessarily good <laughs> yep. and uh, not necessarily terrible. And he'll, yeah. just, he'll be fine, completely okay. Everybody's saying, oh, nope, he's doing no. this to get – Vengeance on Alabama. You can, yeah, that I, was hilarious. You can mark that this article. Down. I stand by this 100%. If it ages poorly, that's fine. He will never beat Alabama at all. This. I'm sorry. He will never beat. He will never beat Nick Saban led Alabama at all. This is what I should say. I think he will get close, just like the Tennessee the, game. The Tennessee and game. And I think yeah. that's about it. I think he'll get close in a couple games like that. And I think he'll do a pretty good job recruiting. And then I think he'll get fired in about three years wow. or four. Okay. They signed up. I mean, five, think about think about how fast they fired the other guy. Yeah. But oh, he has a contract for five. I believe that's. I believe it's five years, twenty-one million. He he might make it to the contract I'll if think he has a couple bowl. I bowl think seasons. he'll make it it's to just, the contract. I just don't feel like there's anything he he's going to be able to do to catch up to the four powerhouses that are going to be beating his eyeballs in in the yeah. SEC West. Was, Maybe I, if he was in a different conference, but I mean, when you're playing Alabama, Auburn, LSU, and Texas A&M, good luck. I think yeah. he will likely make it through his contract as long as the off-field shenanigans don't get too bad. Because, like, he tweets yeah. one, like, offensive thing or says, like, you know, does That's why I'm surprised they hired him in the first place. Thing. You know, I don't want to accuse him of. Oh yeah, did you see the? Uh, uh, in his press conference, they asked him about the flight in. <laughs> yeah. And did you see his response? Yeah. What was it again? It was. About, uh, it was. He said uh, it was much better than another tarmac experience I had, or something <laughs> like that. It was hilarious. Yeah. Oh gosh. So I can't. Be- I couldn't believe that he said it. At least he he can make a lot of himself, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. It shows a little improvement, but I don't have much faith in him. No, I don't either. I've never been much of a Kiffin fan. I know a lot of people are. If he does great, awesome. I'm not counting on it, though. Yeah. All right, Justin. All right. Uh, let's see. Final question. So, I guess kind of bouncing off that. So, out of all the new hires in the SEC, who do you think will have the best season next year? Uh, out of the new coaches? Yeah, the new coaches. So, you got Ole Miss. Arkansas, Arkansas. Missouri, Ole Miss. Yeah. I think it's Is it all of them? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Ole Miss probably has the best season. I think they barely missed bowl mm. eligibility. 
I think Arkansas is long gone. Yes. I think Ole Miss <laughs> is just – it is incredibly tough to make that yeah. a thing. And just because Missouri has a little bit to a little bit more to build off and they're in the east, so I'll give it to them. Missouri. I think they'll have a, a better – yeah, what did I say? No, that's what you said. I was just confirming. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'd give it to Missouri. So, I'm gonna make the bold prediction that Ole Miss will go six and six and be bowl eligible next season. That'd be huge. Yeah, that seems completely fine. Yeah, I mean, that, but that's that's a good. I mean, you know, if they wouldn't program. have, yeah, if they wouldn't have uh, had a certain celebration, then they could have done that. <laughs> they would have been bowl eligible. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. funny. Hey, when you gotta go, well, you gotta go, man. You know. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Big game like that. <laughs> What an idiot. Yeah, golly. Well, Justin, thank you for uh, another great segment of Night Needs to Know. You're, you're so very welcome. Well, this is going to be scattering around again, but back to the bowl games, I thought of something while we were talking about that, is um, one of the most interesting matchups I, I saw, in my opinion, was the Tennessee game. Uh, they oh, play yeah. Indiana, because Indiana had a pretty good season, and they lost to really good teams. And then Tennessee had this great turnaround. I'm very curious to see how that plays out. I think Tennessee's going to win just with the momentum they have. That's exactly what I I think, too. I've got Tennessee. We're doing the Capital One Bowl Mania um, uh, thing. ESPN Challenge. Yeah, the ESPN Challenge. Um, we uh, We should make one open for anybody on our Facebook page that wants to join it to do one with the fans. Yeah, we should. I'll do that. I'll, I'll work on that this week. But um, Okay. But, yeah, I've got Tennessee picked for that just because of that. Yeah, I'm just – I think that's one of the better matchups because, like I said, there's not many that I thought were really good, but oh. I'm very curious as to how that one plays out. I also think – well, I think the most interesting thing to me is uh, – after what Michigan's quarterback said about how Alabama, um, Shea Patterson, yeah, hadn't yeah. played anybody, he's not worried about them. I think that's going to be a, if everybody plays in the game like they reported that they will, then I really hope we take care of business because that'd be quite embarrassing to lose to yeah to Jim think, if well, we actually have everybody. I, I would have never say, thought that. Uh, like I would have guessed that we'd have lost a hundred percent just because. I figured we'd be losing about six draft picks, and <laughs> well, with those our comments, defense is awful. So I don't know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can take care of business because that'd be embarrassing. Yeah, but I think with those comments, I don't know why anybody ever comes out and says something like that. Because anytime anybody's said something like that against Alabama, they end up getting whipped. So, yep. Just recall the Louisville wide receivers a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oof. It didn't yeah, work so out too well for him. Yeah, it did not. So, well, guys, how about we move on to mismanagers? Please. Oh, yeah, please. Um, did you grab anything when you walked out the door? I have nothing but two Tortino's pizza out of the refrigerator and my doggy, and we left. I just kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything. Died in the house. I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Here's like an actual customer out here. Uh, what's uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? 
Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? And now, it's time for Miss Managers. Alright, so I'm going to start out with a story that came out actually December 6th, but we haven't, uh, we didn't do an episode last week, so I couldn't do it. And it is blown up. I know both of you have heard it. But there was a banana duct taped to a wall that sold for $120,000 at a Miami art event. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wouldn't so, you buy a banana taped to a wall for 120000 No, I wouldn't buy a banana taped to the wall for any <laughs> amount of money. I'm not what <laughs> I'm going to do with it. makes me sick just to think about it. <laughs> we could have come up We could have come up with that idea. We'd be rich. Yeah, well, no, we wouldn't. So all the articles today are coming from uh, foxnews.com. This is a... Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's it, everybody knows about this by now. But basically, yeah, there was a piece uh, created called The Comedian by Italian artist Maurizio Catalan. Sorry that I messed that up, I'm sure. Uh, he, last year, created the 18-karat gold toilet offered to President Trump. <laughs> uh, huh. Two of the three editions of the banana artwork sold for 123 or 120,000 at the Art Basel Miami Festival, and a third is expected to fetch 150,000. Okay. Well, uh, I thought who, someone ate one of them. That well, hey, let, 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 well, well let's wait because that's my second story. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So this guy literally, he just made a banana. He literally took a banana. He took some duct tape. He taped the banana to the wall. He said, "This is art. Give me your money." Brits people buy pointless art for, for tax write-offs. They know it's not real art. They just do it write it off on their taxes. Yeah, and that's exactly it's still what happened. the same amount of money. Like, there's not much of a tax write-off. Like, it's not. Ugh, yeah. It makes me sick. Yeah, it's the fact that people think this is, is like genius. Sickening. And they will pay one hundred twenty thousand, one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Just tells me that this we might as well just go ahead and end the world while we're at it right now. Think of all the bananas they could have bought and yeah. took to hungry people. <laughs> Instead, they just bought that one with yeah. duct tape that's probably old by the time that they actually get it. Yeah. And the fact, yeah, just... all that money they're spending, what it could be going towards. And it's going yeah, one that's, banana. That's awesome. Rich people are evil. That's what I'm going to say. So thankful. Yeah. Well, my uh, my second story, also by foxnews.com, New York man eats Art Basil banana that sold for $120,000. <laughs> so is he the one who bought the banana? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I think oh, he gosh. Just, so. <laughs> okay, so that makes it a lot funnier, yeah. actually. So Because uh, if you just bought it and then ate it, that's just like a big... If you like, look yeah. at what I can do with my money. Well, let me read it, and uh, we'll see if it was that guy. I don't think it was. Remember the banana duct taped to a wall and labeled "Art" that sold for one hundred twenty thousand dollars on Saturday. A New York man walked up to the art installation and ate the banana. <laughs> <laughs> the banana art titled "Comedian" was the work of Italian. Yeah, we know who it was made by. The guy I can't say his name. It's a part of his outer gallery wall art at Art Basel in Miami Beach. Uh, around 1.45 p.m. in front of a convention center full of art lovers, New York-based performance artist David Detuna ate the banana. He called it <laughs> Hungry Artist. He posted it on his, inst- on his Instagram. <laughs> okay, so what I want to know the most is how did he eat it? Because, like, there's got to be security there. 
So oh, there's I no way he wa- had time to like watched, peel it. You can wa- so did he I just watched, take a bite out of it? Yeah, he just he peeled it and took a bite out of it, and he was talking. Oh, he did peel it. Yeah. yeah, he literally like How does he, have time he takes to it off take the wall. It off and he's being filmed. It's on his Instagram as uh, yeah. at David underscore Daytona, and he literally just like peels it and eats it right there in front of everybody slowly. And he's like, hey, and it's good. the people are just the people are just looking at him like, what the heck is this dude doing? How does he not get like tackled by security? Well, the gallery reported the incident to security, but Daytona slipped away. Uh, <laughs> he got away Lucien too. Terra's director of museum relations said the work was still salvageable because they have to what? replace the banana every couple weeks anyway. He did not destroy the so, artwork. So what happens when you buy it? Are they going to... Is this like a, 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 a... Like a service? Like they're going to just come to your house every Tuesday to replace <laughs> the banana? Well, this says, he did not destroy the artwork. The banana is the idea, Tara said. Apparently the collectors uh-huh. are buying the certificate. The banana is not made to last. So you're telling what? me they're just buying the certificate for the hundred fifty thousand? So you're telling me I can go print a piece of paper off of, uh, off of the uh, just a little generic certificate, and somebody will pay a hundred and twenty thousand dollars for that? All I have to do is have some fancy Italian name and call myself an artiste. You just have to know a rich person that needs a wealth tax. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> they do need a wealth tax, but that needs a. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, not that's a different topic. Yeah, not trying to get political at all here, but that needs a tax write-off, I should say, and, uh, yeah. and you'll be good. Jeez. Anyways, and uh, an update on this one. It's not my third story, but apparently they had to take the um, banana down at one of the art exhibits because it was creating too much controversy. Everybody was like going into the museum and like losing their minds and stuff. I don't, I don't know. But they what are they doing? They're just going in, looking at it, and screaming like, "Oh my gosh, what is this doing up here?" It's just, oh. just screaming. Hey, that's a banana, <laughs> not art. That's a banana. <laughs> hey, duct tape that banana. <laughs> so everybody thought the white was just the art, like just a white background was the art, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, everybody's going to get security." Like somebody duct taped a banana up there. They ruined the artwork. Yeah. <laughs> banana Billy, did uh, you put that up there? That just explains so artists for you right there. Well, for my final story, unrelated to the other two, um, this one's titled, Japanese Man, 71, arrested for calling phone company 24,000 times to complain, police say. <laughs> oh, oh I love this guy. I love How this guy. How long did it take him to call them 24,000 times? Well, I haven't read this prior, so I'm just going to I'll read it with you guys. A Japanese man was arrested for allegedly calling a phone company a whopping 24,000 times to complain to them about his contract, police said. Akitoshi Akamoto, 71, was taken into custody for apparently inundating KDI's corporation's customer service department with toll-free phone calls over an eight-hour period. Oh my gosh. He demanded that KDDI the patience. He demanded that KDDI staff come to him to apologize for violating his contract. Uh, a police spokesman said he also repeatedly hung up his calls immediately after placing them. <laughs> so, yes. so what do the police do when they come to arrest this guy? All right, um, 
Yeah, we got to arrest you for calling this phone company 24,000 times. <laughs> I mean, what is it at that point? What is it, harassment? I mean, what are well, they arresting them yeah, on? Yeah, there's, okay. uh, there's a certain law. I could not quote it to you right now, but, yeah, you can only call with, like, so many times in so many days or something like that. Well, here's the part that's funny to me. Akamoto also allegedly called the customer service line from public pay phones. <laughs> so when they stopped answering his number, he started calling from other numbers. He was arrested. So you just go to a bunch of different pay phones. <laughs> You're telling me this man went to a pay phone, granted. There's not any around here. No. But I don't know how it is in Japan. So he had to find a pay phone. Stand out in public on a payphone for eight hours and call these people. I love it. He was arrested on suspicion of fraudulent obstruction of business, according to investigators. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's not what I was thinking. Well, their laws would yeah. be a little different in Japan, I'm, I'm assuming. So. Yeah. Anyways, that is the show. Justin, bring us on. I man. figured it would be like uh, like he was um, calling because they called him so many times. I thought that's where this was going. I wasn't expecting like an actual breach of contract or anything like that. I thought he was just annoyed getting calls and he was an old <laughs> retired man, so he just called them. Aaron, I could see you calling somebody 24,000 times. Absolutely. I, I do it every day. They call me, and um, if, it's a, if it's a voice thing... So, okay, so here's a little trick for all you. If um, they call you, uh, most of them are voice activated. So if it's a number you don't know, just don't say anything. And if they really want you, then they'll say, hello, hello, you know. If not, you just let that puppy just just lay it down, put it on mute, and just they'll just sit there for a long time. I had, I had a telemarketer. If they want to waste my time, I can waste theirs. So I was having telemarketers I do it all the me. time constantly just over and over and over again and they kept asking uh they kept asking for nick norris or whatever when they answered and finally i was just like hello and they're, they're like hey we're looking for nick norris and i was like who is this and they're like um it's so and so with so and so it's like nick norris passed away two years ago <laughs> tragically why would you bring that up this is the first day i've went about th- thinking about about my good friend, and now you just you just brought it up again. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And they were like, "Oh, oh my God, I'm so I'm so sorry. I I, I had no idea our records doesn't show he's, he's deceased. Like, get out of here. Don't call me again. I swear I'll call the police if you call me again." And uh, I didn't have a telemarketer call yeah. for like two years. Yeah, so I've Jeez, done similar do things, and then uh, done very similar things. But my favorite one is doing every um. If it's a real person that that's uh, just calling me for absolutely no reason, like for student loan debt, I don't have a single dime in student loan debt, and they call me, and it's it's a real person. I just sit there and I go through every accent and um, that I can that I can possibly do. I pretend to be Chinese, and then I go straight from Chinese to an Irishman. It just you know you keep flip flopping, and love to hear they have go. to keep you they have to keep you on the phone. You know, like they're not just gonna, they can't just hang up on you. Cause, but they also like know that you're so sick and tired of it and you're fed up with them. And you just keep playing into their, like, answer every question open ended. So they just have to keep digging and digging and digging. (laughs) And I just waste as much of their time as possible. I would love to hear you go from a Chinese accent to an Irish accent. Yeah, it's beautiful. I don't know what to tell you. Go ahead and give us an example. You don't have to do that. That's okay. That's a bonus episode. (laughs) 
<laughs> Please don't. <laughs> that's a that's a Patreon episode. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll do some, we should do some some phone call stuff, some some prank calls. Oh Me and Aaron and uh, my cousin, we did some really good prank calls a few years ago. We called Taco Bell and told them they gave us our burrito and a sock. We, yeah, our taco and a sock. And yeah. uh, apparently, the manager bought it. They literally heard them scream from the phone, like, "Who put this customer's meal in a sock?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, that should they should have been our first uh, indication that we probably shouldn't go back to that Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, <sighs> Justin, good times. bring us all, man. All right, um, thank you for listening. Um, I know it's been a while since we put out an episode, but thank you for being patient with us and uh, liking our Facebook page and keeping up with all our posts. We really appreciate y'all, and we hope. Y'all have a great Christmas. Because are we going to do Well, we'll do an episode next week, won't we? Yes. Yes. Um, well, I will be out of town next week, so you will probably be doing that episode without me. Mm, that's so okay. We'll do it without it, you. We don't like you anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> like y'all, so it's okay. Um, thank you to the sponsors. Uh, can you please inform me on who the sponsors are for this episode? This week we just have one, and it's Jasper Auto Sales. Uh, thank you, Jasper Auto Sales, for all that you do. I, we passed by all the cars you have in your lot, and they are beautiful. So y'all are doing a great job, and people are getting great cars from your lot. And he's not so. just saying that because they had, we literally went past him. He's like, hey, they have a really nice selection of cars here. So yeah, we mean it. Really, go by there. Check them out. You should, yeah. I mean, you're going to get a great car. Um, <laughs> so our website is thegamemanagers.com. You can find the podcast on there easy. You just click right on it, and bam, you can listen to it. You can find articles from Nick Norris. That's me. They're not bad. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, they're okay. But, I mean, if you want to read them, I wouldn't, you know, advise you to read them. <laughs> I wouldn't. If you want to read them, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't waste my time, so personally. See, see, what I'm doing by this is that people are going to be like, let me check this out. Just to see it? No, not. So, yeah, until you just here. said that. Now they're yeah. just like, okay. It's not going to work. Um, you can I find info about us on there. We have a great team photo. We do. Um, but yeah, the website is awesome. You can also find us on social media at TGMPod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then if you want to give us a shout-out over email, you want to ask us any questions, you can hit us at GameManagersPod at gmail.com. But yeah, the Facebook page is where you're going to get the uh, majority of your stuff. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of great stuff posted there daily. You know, some polls or maybe you want to win a prize. You know, like this post, comment on it. Always great stuff. And, you know, I guess we'll have some more stuff for the offseason maybe, like with basketball and baseball. So just look out for us on Facebook. We'll always be active. Absolutely. Um, Check us out on Patreon. Uh, We have some videos up right now of us goofing around playing – Doug Flutie, Madden, and NHL. So, if you just want to watch some funny videos, check us out on Patreon. Or YouTube. Also, we have a YouTube page. Great stuff on there, too. Um, you should subscribe for future content because, I mean, if you're riding down the road and you just want something nice to listen to, something soothing, something to get a little laugh out of. Nothing hit... like our soothing voices. Yeah, I mean, I would say we have nice, calming voices. We should do and some it's ASMR. Always good Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Game Managers Podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about how Alabama got beat 72-3 to by Michigan. 
Hey, you know, I, I really don't like that bad juju. You can get that out of here. <laughs> one of my favorite, um, I think one of the funniest ASMR videos was the Whisper Bank Robbery, where they just do a whole <laughs> ASMR of a bank robbery, and it's like, give me the freaking money. <laughs> and it's just, it's a woman pointing the gun, and they're just whispering, okay, okay, like, open the safe. That's such a stressful situation. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know how anybody would watch this and be like, oh, I'm just going to fall asleep now. <sighs> so I'm sorry we're getting off topic. But, you know, this is just great to listen to on the road. Um, leave a nice review. We love when you leave us reviews. So it makes us feel nice and warm on the inside. It means we're doing something right mm-hmm. and that you really like us. Leave us a bad review so we can change up some things, you know? Yeah. Maybe we need to kick Aaron off the show because he's a he's a bad influence. He is a bad influence. I think that's a great idea. Please fire me. Crime yeah. has went up since we started the podcast, and I am convinced it has something to do with Aaron being on the show. Yeah. You said so. crime? <laughs> yeah. He did say crime. Yeah. Crime in general. All crime has went crime up. Crime in general has went up just because I've been on this podcast. Yeah. Well, I think the I correlation so is so sorry. I don't know, but we'll see. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I don't really know what else to do. I don't think that's very... <laughs> if you fire me, though, right right now, I'd be asleep, so I'm cool with it. Yeah. I don't think that's very factual, so we'll give you the benefit of doubt of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, shirts at T Public, Like we've said before, the shirts are beautiful. They're comfortable. And, I mean, you can just be sitting around and you're just like, wow, this, make my, this makes my skin feel amazing. I'm going to wear this shirt every day. I'm going to sleep in this shirt because I want a great night's sleep. You're going to want to sleep in that shirt. Um, Giveaways, check the Facebook page. There's always giveaways going on. Now, I know we're kind of, we're laying off trivia because that was just a pain in the butt. Mm -hmm. So We're going to bring it back in a different form. Yeah. I just just got to figure it out. But you'll have, there'll be giveaways. Yes. Just always look out for that. But thank you again. Have a wonderful uh, week coming up. And I hope... You know, all will have a great Christmas, because I guess I won't be on the show next episode, so have a wonderful Christmas. Aaron, do you have any last words? Um, Give me last adios. words, Aaron. It only took seven yeah, minutes. Words. We're getting better. Yeah, see, yeah. I told you, we're getting better. I mean, if we wouldn't have gotten off topic with the ASMR thing, we would have been sure. Yeah. So. All right, well, let's not get off topic again. Adios. <laughs> Nick, any last words? Uh, I just want to say you know it, Justin. That was the best outro yet. We're getting a lot well, better. Thank you. And uh, yes. yeah, all I gotta just say, gotta cut down by five whole minutes. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, yeah, everybody have a good week. We'll see you again next week. All right, where go anyways? Adios. <laughs>